0: good people what up what up pull up a chair and join us at the hip-hop roundtable yeah, yeah. we're back yeah. again this is Landon Hill on the mic with my good brothers man um it's been a few weeks since we've been able to be be at the round table, so it's good to get to do so uh good first off we back. have the yes yes um, and we first off have the one and only mom mind of mind mr mindland Drake what's going on with you sir
1: oh man uh, in the building and in the streets man, I was trying to say these kids uh happy to be uh back at the round table it's been a it's been a lot going on uh, but there's no better place to be than to sit around and talk with you optimistically um, joyful uh hip-hop fans that uh, only this, see this is already a really bad off of, the cusp
0: of. i can already tell no, 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 this is already starting off really country? really bad I, I, this is starting I, I, off really I, I, bad i get like, no credit like man, i might I'm stop pos- recording right now
1: i'm saying positive <laughs> things and then it's like oh no it's about to go bad. like I mean what do you want me to say like little dirt is, you know like L- Loseyvert is trash. Like I haven't even. I'm. I'm trying to. You,
0: do you see how he started calling out black men? Ne- like young black men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, rappers. You know what I mean? Like
1: what do you want me to call up He's... black women rappers? Like what?
0: No, brother. I want you to call out anybody, brother. That's what. I'm, that's why I'm saying. That's all I know. I can't,
1: I can't help it that there are rappers that that are mostly African American. Like I. I don't. I don't know what you. you what have you to want to say?
0: Nobody's me. name, brother. This is C. look, and we. Is All that- I'm
1: saying is I'm excited to be at the table to talk about this subject. I, I, I don't know what where, where else to go. You know what I mean? At least I know where I am. You're about to find out where Dev is <laughs> and where Dev isn't. And then where he wants to be, where he thinks he is, and where he wishes. he I, I know where I am. You know what I mean? But we'll, we'll, we'll see.
2: It. I don't know where this energy coming from. We <laughs> was perfect last episode. I was where <laughs> I needed to
0: be. And there was no confusion about it. Oh my gosh, man! Well, uh, YG, aka Young Ghost, aka Young Dev, who actually, actually, is fitting because he literally can't even claim a, a, a central location anywhere in Southern California. He just has all the Southern California. So nobody actually know. I don't even know where Dev is actually from. I just know he's from a Southern California region and from but LA this, County. It's about to be. Be, be all over the place and you know, been everywhere living. My bio. You know what I'm saying? But uh YG, what's happening with
2: you? Man, I'm good, man. Like you said, been a while um getting back to the round table on our own front. And a while, a while for podcast listeners and a while for us recorders is a different while. You know, it's like uh like uh Hill Russell said it's only been a couple weeks, but it's been a long couple weeks. So it's just uh, really great to uh, get back on here and, and, and get the, I call it, you know, my little stress reliever, you know, uh, from all the things that's been going on uh, with work and stuff. So I'm good, man, I'm good. Always in the building, getting them keys. So when the streets open up.
0: You you have to know how you sound when keys. you say that, right? Like, you, like you know, right? Like, this, this is a troll saying, at this point, the right? Like, it's not a troll. Brother, this is this is why you are young ghosts are you getting them for
1: for 285 like wait are you are you missed 275 i mean i forgot young Jeezy's number but i mean i think it's 285 i don't know the prices change we're in a pandemic but i i know you got to have at least 25 to to get with the keys that you're speaking of
0: this is this is why he's young ghost. Yo, are you are you making an appearance in uh in in raising Canaan? Like I, I don't know Stop how that goes. It. You know what I mean? Stop oh, you a younger version of young ghost is making an appearance in raising Canaan, right? Because this is before you. Like I see, get your get your That's money, about man. to be bananas. I yeah. don't know. Yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> I, I, I added I added too much. It was double. It's, it's only you know GZ is Mister Seventeen Five, so it's it's the Seventeen Five for for the hopefully not for the type of keys that. Devin is in the building trying to get. That's that's a different situation.
2: It's so sad because y'all trying to convince me to actually say that that I (laughs) can't stay out the streets without being in the building. But the way that things are going, (laughs) I'm going to always be in the building, bro. (laughs) Still going (laughs) to the streets to say these kids. You'll Uh, be in
1: the building looking out the window like, man, the streets is
2: crazy. Crazy out there. Uh, climbing the ladder just requires you to stay in the building, but I'm gonna get these keys.
1: Yeah, I mean that that much we believe. Bro,
0: that this, much man, we believe. This man's double entendre game is 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 impeccable <laughs> he's, right he's now. Impeccable. Um
1: <laughs> he'll he'll rustle, <laughs> aka many degrees, aka at least 11, aka check my wall. Um AKA, wall.
2: is that a dust? Does- you usually clean it, but uh, is that a dust speck on, on that seventh one up there?
1: Yeah, he can't get up to all of them, he cleans four per, per month. You know, you just uh, he, he, he takes whatever time he can get, you know, can't blame the man. It's like, man, he starts once he gets to that sixth one, he's like, man, I'm tired, but like, I'm, I'm about to sit down. Right
0: I, I have no idea what it takes y'all are talking a week to clean you're talking about. You're my on a tangent about nothing, I, I don't understand what's going on right now. You know. Embrace why? It.
1: Because you got too many degrees to understand what us that have less than you, brother. That's that's the problem. Your your it's your whole conversation is it's above me. That's that's this is how you that's just how you think it's above me. is that I can do like
0: what do you? It's above it, me. Uh, it is include including including you all and, and your and your intellect. All of it is is above me, brother. Y'all, y'all are all y'all are, y'all are y'all are y'all are superior. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm just here. All I do is uh is is. What you decide. do is win. Who, who's intellect, that, I, I want to listen to that next. fourth degree that
2: psychology degree See, you just you just switch from different ones man mm,
0: listen man but, listen. but how are you feeling I'm cool man I'm tired uh had had a little bit of a vacation but came right back to you know to the to the grind which is not it, it's, it's not bad it's just one of them things like when you've been 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 able to step away for a little bit, and then you jump right back into the fray. It's like, oh wait, let me let me I, I forgot where I where I am, where I came from. I'm young dev right now. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm not sure where I'm at. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's all ah. it is. But, um, but no, everything is everything is good, man. Um, you know, I guess as good as it can be for uh for well, I don't want to say that. We, what we what we will ultimately discuss today will be uh will be good and it's good for the culture, but we had to start today, um, by acknowledging and, uh, recognizing and paying homage to, uh, Biz Marquis, um, who did pass and, and transition, um, this past week. Um, and you know, we, uh, we wanted to recognize him, but in the, in the same, not, not, but, as well as in that same vein, honor him by, uh, by discussing an element of hip hop that, uh, that is important to the culture that doesn't always necessarily get the shine that it needs. And one that, uh, biz Marquee himself was, uh, was, was quite a master at and, and that's beatbox. And so, um, we're, we're going to go in and just talk about that, uh, for a little bit as well. But before we do, um, you know, just, just being able to go around go around the round table and just kind of talk about you know what what biz Marquis' impact was on you your um relationship to hip hop um and, and anything else you, you may want to add so as always young dev why don't we won't you kick us off yes sir man
2: biz and it's it's crazy i always gotta do um a preface but honestly it's not that it's actually diving right in um I want to say when it comes to my coming up or growing up and and seeing hip hop, you know, I would say on the screen, you know, the first thing that actually grabbed my attention was beatboxing. you know, to to, to that degree. And and the only two, well, I can't say the only two, uh, but the first two, the most prominent two was Biz and was Dougie Fresh, you know, so. Um, Biz, especially um, just kind of having his presence um, in different arenas and and areas of of television um, was really just something that I paid attention to. Um, Anybody can say from the first time they ever heard somebody beatbox and beatbox with a certain type of skill just was in awe, right? So uh, if that wasn't you, then that was me uh, for sure. Um and definitely me having the having the title of producer and and honestly just uh i I guess I can say that it's it's really in my veins because I was one that always was um you know doing not the grinding beat but that you know just to kind of give some some something that everybody can to can know beating on the tables beating on the walls i'm I used to stay in the apartment with an elevator, and I always had to make a beat in the elevator on the elevator walls because of the bass. The way it just sounded in the elevator freight thing was just amazing to me. So that was just always an element. And so, of course, while you know using my hands, you know my fist and knuckles plus my uh, mouth, I was creating. You know that was that was pretty much me. So the the fact that you know biz is something that I paid attention to when I first started getting into hip hop Um, just really resonates with how my love for producing kind of developed at an early uh, stage so um, and most people I would say you know this is I want to say biz kind of knew that and was and that's therefore why he was so in my mind he was unapologetic on his style um, was very forward with with how he did things in hip hop. He didn't try to change. He didn't try to do better or conform to anything that was evolving in hip hop. He stayed true because um, people, kids, or what have you, anybody who was influenced, kind of just knew that this was dope. <laughs> like beatboxing was dope. it's legendary, and 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 so much of the origin of hip hop, uh, I would say can come from that. So definitely shout out to Biz Marquis, definitely shout out to um, his reign and just being all over the place um, in the hip hop genre and being able to to reach heights and, and get on levels of even mainstream that he was able to get onto. Um, I know these uh, other two fellas have a lot more to say so I won't take up too much but I just definitely want to highlight the fact that it definitely got that producer bug started in me uh just from seeing what beatboxing was about and for him being one one of the more prominent uh figures when it comes to to beatboxing and just kind of staying true to like some origins of
0: hip-hop if you will so um Mr. Drake you're uh you know your your take on the impact of Biz Marquee, whether it be on on hip hop personally or or wherever else you you wanna you wanna take your comments.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. I'll be I will be brief. Um, I think Dev actually um, kind of hit on the, the the part that was most influential about Biz to me was. I mean, I say this in a good, in a positive way. Like, I just thought he was, I just thought he was wild. Like, this dude is, you know, came out with this song. And it's like, it, it it, was not the style of his predecessors, like the folks around him. It was like, I mean, he had, you know, obviously, you know, Just a Friend is, is his most popular song of all time. But um, he had songs talking about, Dig up your nose and go pick a winner. And like he was like, wait, what is going on? Like <laughs> he was just, he was just like, I'm, you know, he he was he had a really he was, you know, I think somebody who reminds me of him a lot is 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 um Redman. Um really just like completely himself, um silly sometimes. Say some stuff like, "Wait, what? Like, I didn't even like. Who says that?" Um, and has a gift. Um, obviously, B- Redman does not, or at least in his in his in his albums, he is not beatboxing. I'm not saying he doesn't know how to beatbox, but on his albums, uh, he was a, he displayed a different gift. But to that point, this uh, marquee was just he was he was just he gave you proof that his contribution to the culture was self-identity and, um, and comfortability around your, your self-identity. And as a, as a kid, seeing that it, it was a, one of the, it was just another element that drew me to this thing called hip hop, because I was like, man, it's a, it's, a, it's a, it's a lot going on over here. And I definitely want to be a part of somebody making it cool to be me so that was that was like the number one thing to me was um and and the respect that he had from others big daddy kane had a lot of respect for him i mean the list goes on a lot of people have respect for him um he he was he had that e40 type of uh respect like you just it's just something about him everybody's drawn to him he was Charismatic, he was cool. You wanted to be around him, and people were mentioning his name in songs, uh, sampling uh, songs that he had in their songs. He he was a pioneer, um, and I, I mean, you know, I know people say this all the time about other folks when they when they pass, but I never heard anybody say a you know a bad thing about the brother. Like I, I think he was he was he was he was biz until he until. Um, his last heartbeat. So uh that I think that self-identity, um, and the contribution to the culture with that, I think that would be my most memorable and most uh, impactful, and influential aspect of uh of his legacy.
0: Yeah, I mean I think I would say some similar of you both, right? Like um, you know, Miley, you talk about it all the time, but uh, you know, and and really um, wanting to go back and do homework and, and figure out, like, what is this hip-hop thing for real? Not just something that I'm, you know, listening to on the radio or something that is, you know, influencing the way that I dress, but, like, you know, what what is the real history and, you know, full depth of, of what this culture has to offer, right? Um, you know, and, and going back in, you know, you 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 go from Jay Z to a Big Daddy Kane, but you can't tell a Big Daddy Kane uh, story without without Biz Marquis, right? And um, and so to hear going off for the first time, when just even off the album cover, especially for you know somebody like me who grew up, you know, '90s, early 2000s, hip hop is you know, blinged out folks are still thugs and gangsters or whatever and, you know, all this stuff. And then you got this dude on an album cover, you know, just that, that is like, would just not be accepted for at a time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's just not what you would see. And then, like you said, to dude got a slight lisp when he's rapping. He talking about picking boogers. Like, what is, like, but is, but it's a dope album, you know what I'm saying, like, you listen, like, why do I actually like this album, right, like, and, uh, and, and then when you, and then, you know, as you get to know more about Biz Marquis, and like you said, the, re- you know, the respect that he has in the industry, right, the DJing that he does, especially, you know, uh, later as I came to, like, really appreciate, you know, him as a DJ, and, um, you know, just the influence that he's had in the industry, man, it's, it's one of those things. He he definitely, at least for me, um, I think being younger falls into that category of somebody who, you know, you're not, uh, unfortunately, right? But just in keeping it real, his name is not going to be mentioned every day um, in terms of when when you talk about hip hop influences, but there's no way. That I could say that he did not have an impact or influence, especially off of first listen. And I think that, you know, it's funny, my you said Red Man, one of my first thoughts of who I think you see being able to be successful in hip hop because of somebody like Biz Marquee is like a ludicrous too, right? I think Ludicrous, I think um, Red Man, I think these other folks who, um, I think even like a Missy Elliott, right? Like folks who are able to add this kind of comedic style and presence and you know be kind of wild and flamboyant and out there um but still be accepted like biz Marquee was one of the earliest folks to do that right i mean i think you could probably add in like a heavy d or somebody like that too um but biz Marquee was one of the earliest ones right and to also like have to be one of the first ones to take a major L for hip hop in terms of the sampling, right. And going to court cause of samples. And, you know, his, he, he, he is one of those that his influence is so deep rooted in hip hop, but sometimes on like kind of a undercurrent. Right. But like he is a major staple in a lot of ways for a lot of things in hip hop. Dev, you mentioned the beatboxing, right. And he's one of the folks who made that kind of really prominent, as well and so um you know to lose somebody like him even though you know again he may not have been uh the most visible from a mainstream perspective in today's day and age right he still his impact i think is still felt through a lot of um through a lot of folks and and kind of how the industry even moves again even even down to the sampling so um so like I I appreciate him for that. I appreciate that he doesn't. He is kind of outside of the the typical mold that you would, um, you know, when we think about hip hop, right? Or or kind of the stereotype of hip hop. Um, but he is absolutely like kind of the the. Uh, perfect example of hip hop too at the same time. So, um, so yeah, man, I mean, you know, it's, it's sad to know that somebody is, you know, like that anybody is is dying at the age of 57. Right. And to know, you know, well, I mean, to, to know, even just from a distance, kind of, you know, what the, the type of livelihood that he had and all of that, and you know, how much more there maybe could have been, had it not been for, you know, sickness or whatever. Um, but to hopefully, I would I would hope that he and and his loved ones would uh, agree. And it seems to be that he lived a very full life in the in the fifty seven years he had. Um, I was I'm happy. I actually got a chance to see him, uh, not so much perform, but DJ uh, when I was doing an internship in L.A. at the Conger Room, I got a chance to see him one night uh, come up and DJ. And so just to even be able to see that and and um, and all that is, uh, for, for, I think folks like us who are, who are invested heavily in hip hop and hip hop heads ourselves, like moments like that are, are special, even if it was pretty brief. So, um, so yeah, man, I'm just, uh, uh, of course, wishing his family the best, um, and, uh, and thankful for, for his contribution to hip hop. So, um, yeah. You know, and and I guess with that said, you know, Deb, you already started to kind of to to dive into the topic a little bit, but one of one of Biz's contributions was uh you know his gift of beatboxing. He's he's certainly not the only uh one who who um has really displayed that gift, but um I think one of the people who probably would come to most folks' minds uh, as it pertains to to the skill set of, of beatboxing. But why don't you tell us just a little bit more, you know, about Um, especially because you brought this topic up and I thought it was a, I think both mine and I agree. It was a great way to kind of pay honor and respect to, to Biz. but just when you think about beatboxing, I think it sounded like you said that that kind of is what uh, helps you get into, you know, beat making and all of that. But like, just tell us a little bit more about, you know, what, why you think beatboxing for hip hop is is so special um, and how it may be, Really helps to distinguish hip hop culture from from many other genres. Um, right. Um,
2: I'll first start off, and I mean, Miley got to fact check me, I guess, on, on some of these things. But in uh, many of the things that I would see, or you know, even some kind of documentary style things, you, know, um, in order to even have sound systems. Especially at a certain time, it, it really cost a lot. It, it cost a lot of money, just to have sound system. So just like how I brought up, you know, um, you know, doing your fist and, and making beats and beating on tables and walls and stuff like that, you know that that could have got a limitation, you know, of sounds to be able to do something with. So the fact that, and I you know, I don't know when beatboxing actually came around but for beatboxing to become an element of hip hop just really created a dynamic of sound, uh, a spectrum of sound that can now, you know, have your body moving and, and now it, it's it become affordable. <laughs> you know, you can now have music at an, at an affordability uh, for a culture or a group of people that otherwise couldn't afford a, a sound system to even just have some instrumentals or have some songs or have some. There was not not even technology to to even have. Uh, Cause think about if you have try to freestyle over a song, you battle him uh, with other lyrics and words from those songs. So just to get your sheer natural instrumentals, like come on, there's there's nothing better than that. And and it's so funny how even though you can make sounds uh, of other genres. Uh, you know, we've seen the craziest things over the years of people making like guitar sounds and whatnot. But the fact that most of the hip hop sounds can be made from from beatboxing, from, from all the different portions used uh, from your face and mouth and, and throat and all that stuff like that um, are really elements of hip hop with the kick and the snare and the high hat type sounds when you doing the putting your tongue to your teeth and all that type of stuff like that. So it's just amazing how um, that has gotten developed, the, how that has gotten uh, evolved, how it's, how it's gotten polished, and how much just in tune it is with the culture of hip hop, just so folks can hang out at the park on some days where they're just trying to, you know, get out the hot house or something like that in, in the culture. You know, I'm kind of talking New York in the origin uh, days where you couldn't really afford nothing uh, to as far as a sound system, but you still knew how to um, have have a good time with with instrumentals and, and rhymes, you know. So that's what I think about when I uh, think of beatboxing. In the beginning, is just having a dynamic of sounds so that we can all dance to, and then eventually rhyme to, and then that you know, you know how we 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 make a concoction that turns into a beautiful cake. When it, when it comes to our creativity. So uh, the fact that somebody would even think to rhyme over some beatboxing uh, was probably just one in itself, it, to create events at parks, to create battles, to create, you know, everything just starts going from there. And then the fact that you um, would then kind of bring in the DJ systems and all that, you know, the turntables <clears throat> and then having speakers that just, it just it just became a, an idea on top of an idea, on top of an idea that then turns into what, what we have. So beatboxing to me, when I say the origin is what I think about is like something when you have nothing and, and you still able to uh, make something so beautiful from it. And so uh, I do feel like a lot of the beatboxers out here, I mean, to a degree, you know, kind of feel that way. And so that's why they embrace it or try to polish it themselves. Cause like, well, I know I can go, especially at a certain time, I know I can go hop on, uh, you know, a, a mixer or, or some kind of machine and then eventually uh, a radio and recording tape and then eventually a computer to go play with sounds, but I'm still not going to, not, not that they neglected it, but I'm not going to dive into that because I want to, polish and master this beatboxing boxing skill. And then um this will be it before we go around is that when it comes to the producing, you know, mind, you know, you kind of have which which is always starts off with one thing and you can build on top of it. Let's just call it like Photoshop or whatnot. You have one thing and then you add a layer and then you add a layer. That's as simple of, of a workflow that you can have, but when it comes to beatboxing, it's like, that's where you start off making your beats anyway. It's in your head. Then it starts, you start to do whatever comes first, whether it's a melody or whether it's a, a kick pattern that you just want to do. And most people, what they do, they start beatboxing their idea first. And that's that's just to get whatever tempo and, you know, tempo as far as how fast or slow you want the song to be. So uh, is it's very much... Uh, beatboxing is a pro is a is a process that we don't even um we don't n- normally explain but it happens so naturally and then we we usually just put it on wax or we just start playing with sounds but ultimately I could say that it usually comes from your brain and then down to to uh trying to beatbox you know with your mouth and different muscles. And uh I'll I'll say this last piece that um kind of started to really make me hone in on just being and I used to take the word originality for granted but it's really just you know you being yourself is that when when I saw a master class of Timbaland and this man was beatboxing on the mic recording it and then going on the computer to add sounds to his beatboxing I was like, see, and that did just a just a sheer level of respect. That was
0: dope, too, to see that.
2: Right? And I was just like, the sheer level of respect and the sheer level of importance and impact that beatboxing has on hip-hop is just being displayed right here in, my, in front of my face to have one of the best producers to, to do it. Still going back to his original element, I would even say probably... To just beatboxing first to get your idea out and then start layering on top of that. So that that alone was like, see, this is why I do this. This is why I beatbox. This is why I hit the tables, and this is why, and to to the fact that you could think, you know, in society, we kind of we kind of place value or or we say, Oh, you can't afford this, or get get like me whenever we have something. So for someone to probably feel a little bit uh, undervalued or inadequate from not being able to afford sound systems and just relying on using, making music with their mouth, you know, can now feel a level of like, like it's dope. Like I'm dope. I don't, I don't have to worry about nobody making fun of me for not being able to afford this and afford that to make music when in actuality, some of the best or some of the most natural elements of making music is going to come from beatboxing.
0: So uh, that is where i'll stop for now uh mr drake any any anywhere you want to pick up based off uh all that knowledge that the young dev just laid out
1: yeah you just you just uh, you did you did you don't require a lot of uh fact checking you are re- relatively uh a- accurate <laughs> um, <clears throat> um I, I think there's two things i just uh, i i i'd be remiss if i didn't mention this brother um Devin the Dude is another person who reminds me of of being extremely influenced by, not necessarily influenced by Biz Marquee, but a beneficiary of the movement of self-identity, comfortability within your own self-identity. The first song I ever heard from Devin the Dude was from 1998. It's a song called Boo Boy. And I was like, and it's a and and to your point, uh Landon, you were talking about the album cover, the a picture of him sitting on the toilet reading the paper. That's the type of stuff that Biz would do. Um and you have to be extremely comfortable, and you also have to be extremely talented or gifted at, at some level to not make this not come off like you're the hip hop dalmatians, where it's like some type of gimmick, like you're you're doing a thing. To to try to get like oh okay well let me listen to this but you know like nah and the song is dope um it's like three different skits of Devin the Dude basically saying like nah bro I'm not doing that I just wait for me I, I I'd be in the bathroom you know while y'all doing all that I'll be over here and it actually makes sense it's not confusing. Uh, produce well and it is like that's the type of influence that that's the kind of line that that Ms. Markey would push and he made it very common for somebody else to be pushing that line. So I just didn't, um, I didn't want to leave Devin the Dude out of the conversation nor did I want to leave out the impact and the the, the, uh, I don't want to say the stretch but how his impact, his legacy, um, was able to be from in the in the in the time that we were la- labeling, not labeling, pointing out other artists, um, Prince, Marky Ds, the Fat Boys in general, Human Beatbox. How we were talking about all those folks, and decades later, it's still he, his 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 impact is still very relevant or evident, rather. Um, to, to, to Devin's point, like, man, like, beatboxing, the, the, the different elements, there are certain elements of hip-hop that you can't, that you couldn't, actually, emceeing, breakdancing, beatboxing, graffiti, DJing was the only one that of those elements that actually required electricity. Like, you could do everything else. If you have some cardboard cardboard box, well, you if you break and you probably need uh, a, a boom box, but you can do that with a battery. You don't necessarily have to have it plugged in. But the point is, DJing had to be on these t- two turntables and you needed an actual, uh, you needed electricity of some sort. Everything else could be done when you're at school, at recess. So ciphers, and beatboxing was always like those were things that had beat like Devin was talking about beating on the table. And what you wanted to do is you wanted to be the person. Hey, Dev, do hey, do my beat, bro? Do me, hey, do do a beat for me real quick. I'm about to I'm about to murk this dude, bro. Let's go, Dev. Remember that beat, and I'll be like, oh, I got you, I got you, Dev. Boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, that's the one. have, yeah, boy, like oh yeah, he, Dev got me on the uh, lunch table. And the other one is be, yo. Yo, Drake, I need you to beatbox for me. I got this battle at lunch. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Meet me over there. We ready? Like, go. And like, you want to have, you want to be that guy. You want to be the person that somebody calls, say, do do the beat on, on the lunch table, on the wall, wherever. Or beatbox for. Like that's that that's a that's an immediate sign. Like, okay, I got respect. Folks, folks know. And even beatboxing by itself, you could battle. You could battle two two different two beatboxers could, could battle. You didn't even had to have no rap. Um, so that ability to take the culture with you, it was something that was overlooked. I don't want to I mean, for example, I don't want to say that it was overlooked. I don't think I even at my when I was involved in it, I don't think I fully understood that this is a thing, or not a thing, this is an aspect of the culture that I can actually carry and represent no matter where I go. That's actually how, that's why graffiti on trains makes, well, doesn't make sense to to the people who own the trains and um, do have to wipe the graffiti off the train, <laughs> but it makes sense to the graffiti artists is that I can spray paint on a wall, and then the only time people are going to see it is if they walk by this wall. But if I'm spray painted on this train, wherever the train goes, you see it. You're like, oh, man, look at this. Like, there's there's this person's art. It's a traveling art show. We were traveling aspects of the culture, be it at school. Um, like Deb said, he just gave you a perfect picture. Like, I'm in an elevator. You are at the lunch table. You're in, you're in class, unfortunately. Apologies to all teachers during that period of, uh, of culture. Deepest was apologies the to all <laughs> teachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's still an issue, but that was- No, nah, like, no, nah, they, they was
0: interrupting us. You know what I'm saying? There's no apologies to be given. Like, why, why are you interrupting uh, what we doing over here?
1: You feel me? Yeah, we, yeah, back here having battles in the back of the class.
0: Uh, so Shout out to the teacher who hopped in one.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, I got next. I got next. Like, oh, Mr. Wilson. Oh. Right. Uh, but
2: yeah, so it, it it was it was
1: and it was and it was propelled into the it was propelled into the culture and propelled into the belief of the you know young people like myself that I could do that too. Um now it actually not everybody can be box. It's not, I mean it's funny to me. I mean, not not in a funny like not not like being a not a facetious way, but it's like to watch somebody like how do you do like like you really can't beat books like for real like like you're not playing like it's like nah like every, so I, I I didn't realize that wow like it's a it is a talent like to, like like again Dev uh, pointed out like to be able to figure out how to how do I use um, how do I Manipulate my 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 mouth to make that sound. do I want to make a treble, a bass. How do I make it repetitive? And it's all off the top of my dome. It's not like I got a beat in my head. And then I, once I get it, if you if you pay, uh, i say if you pay attention, like you go study human beatboxers, um, uh, anthropology, uh, become an anthropologist for <laughs> a beatboxing. Uh, that's, that's what that's what Landon would do because he has so many degrees. But the idea of when someone creates that beat like they're actually repeating it i don't sometimes it's on an eight count 16 but it's a it's a repeat of the thing once i get this beat i'm going to repeat it it's not just it's it's a song it's not just a bunch of noise it's actually, actually creating a bar a certain a, a number of bars and then repeating those bars and now if you're battling you don't have to do that When you're about two beatboxers are battling, you don't have to, but like when you're like doing it for the sake of of a song, it's like, yo, I'm I'm actually creating a song right now. Like we're doing this right now. We don't need a studio. Right. We don't need to record it. I'm just going to do it right now. So uh, those two aspects of uh, the culture, being able to carry it myself as others to carry it themselves to school, to elevators. Uh, Again, uh, I, I remember getting in trouble for. Beatboxing at church, um, pounding on tables at church, uh, definitely at school. Um, it, it, it doesn't. It didn't matter, man. Like if, if you had a surface, you were gonna figure it out. Um, and, or, or if it was you know, <laughs> similar to church, where three or more are gathered, we we, we, could, we, <laughs> could, we, could, we could we could beatbox, freestyle, we could do whatever. We could do all types of stuff. So. Uh, And that definitely, uh, you know, again, Dev laid it out perfectly. Um, That was, to me, that was introduced by those in no particular order in my mind, the way I saw it was Biz uh, Dougie Fresh, uh, Human Beatbox. Uh, Like those are folks that I saw that were just those were the cats that 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 beatboxed. I mean, um, th- this is the sh- you know the show is like it's literally beatboxing. Like I mean, obviously anything with Dougie Fresh is gonna have it. Like Dougie Fresh is always was figuring it out, but it was like I, and. I, to you, know, Landon, you were talking about it was a it was an honor to for to be able to see Biz Markey. I was able to see Dougie Fresh. I feel like you were you with me when I saw Dougie Fresh. With, it was with a, it was a, an event that your wife. Um,
0: yeah, the mayor's. Uh, yeah, yeah, on the mean, mayor was yeah. having and uh, Landon be everywhere.
1: If, like, hey, land, Landon be everywhere, ladies and gents. If you just stay close, man. You <laughs> know What I
0: mean, That's what I'm saying, just, man. This just,
1: cat. just stay close. That's brother.
0: You, you just said you was at the event. Yeah. I
1: I, I apologize. I forgot you took me to the event. I no, was like, I,
0: that was through my wife, brother. I was through fine. all through my wife. I get it. Even,
1: I was, it was there, fun. but yes. Uh I actually saw I actually saw Dougie Fresh before that uh, at the college I, I was
0: about to say I had to I rocked the bells. I think uh, one year he was he was there.
1: Dougie I would again, I just want to shout out any anybody who remember this. Uh I I actually Googled the concert. That the uh, the lineup was ridiculous, but Heavy D was there, um, and cats were fighting, and Heavy D, I I, rem- I could I could clearly hear someone say, "Don't do it." Heavy D was like, "Turn off all the lights." You know, if y'all ain't gonna fight, then the show is over. Turn off the lights, and when he did that, people start. It, he literally started the, the the fight, and it was the it was the most chaotic moment I've ever been in at the Oakland Coliseum. Uh, thank you, you know, RIP to Heavy D, but he no buts, he started the Royal Rumble <laughs> like of the it was just like the fights just broke out like in they just like went crazy. They started throwing bottles at him, and, and it just. Chairs and dang, bro. What? bro it, was, <laughs> know, it, was, it was bananas. No, it was bananas. And then everybody started running. And then you, y- y'all, been to the college. I don't think you have, I don't know if you ever been to the old college. I know Landon probably has. I don't know if you have been to the old, the original college, the Oakland Coliseum, not the Oracle, but the Oakland Coliseum. You go
0: up I, the I have, yeah, was, yeah.
1: And then when you open the door, it was, it was just all one big circle going around. Bro, when I opened that door, it was just hundreds of people running. And, and so all you could do was like just get in the, the run train. You are like, oh wow. okay. It, it was bananas. And that was all because heavy D would not like if y'all ain't gonna stop. We, we ain't gonna perform. It's like, oh, you ain't gonna perform. Take these here bottles. Pop, pop, you know, just <laughs> chairs. It was it was bananas. I was gonna uh, say when
0: you when you because you started off by saying shout out to, to him, and I'm like. I don't feel like when folks is about to fight, turning the lights off is actually helping anything. Yeah. I was literally thinking, I was well, like, this sounds like, sound like it's like, going to be I, chaos. I
1: can't, yeah, I don't know. I can't, rem- I, you know, I, I wish I could get it. It was definitely, I feel like it was, I know. I think it was, I think it was the opposite. So I think it was the lights were off and he was like, turn the lights on. Because if you don't, you know, we ain't like you know, cause
0: okay, that you know, that would make that
1: concert. Make- <laughs> you know, a concert is dark, so I think it was yeah. right. So the lights were already, you know, what they were. He's like, turn the lights on. We ain't gonna perform. So when the lights went on, folks were like, wait, what? And so then, what he did was help people. Like, I was looking for that food. I wanted to fight. <laughs> so like, the right. lights were on. it was like I can <laughs> see better. And and then I matter of fact, I, I'm mad at you because also the bottom of of, of uh, the, the the good seats. Um, the close seats at the Coliseum were folding chairs, which I don't understand. I mean, <laughs> I understand now because I've been to concerts.
2: To but,
1: but for uh, for that concert, it was not a good idea. So, folks start throwing the folding chairs, uh, the good seats to people with money. Uh, I guess they, I don't, I don't know how that works, but they started throwing the chairs and bottles, and it, it was just all bad. So he ran off stage, and then it was just. Complete chaos, Uh, and that is one. It's not the only one, but that is one of the contributing factors uh, to why you don't see like it's a Drake to 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 come to 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 um, because, and that wasn't even one. It wasn't like, but they had listen. Just listen to this. You know where Eastmont Mall is? There used to be a spot that that you could go to to hear um, for. for, performances at Eastmont, they had Corrupt, and I forgot who else it was, the worst idea in the history of mankind. I was having, I don't, it doesn't even matter who else was, it was just Corrupt. Was
0: it outside?
1: No, I can't remember what this place was, but I was like, I remember I foolishly was like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna be uh, performing at uh, at Eastmont." So, I when I got there, it was it was all bad. Like, my, when I got there, it was like, fight or somebody. Had, I think so. I I want to say somebody got shot, yes. but it's that type of it's that type of like, bro. You can't have like corrupt the Eastsiders, Snoop, uh, the game, like all performing at Eastmont Mall. Like what, what what are we doing? <laughs> what, what is happening?
0: What the is game was
1: there? No, I'm just saying you can't oh, have those. Oh okay. I was like, I was like what
0: of, this was the I was like that was definitely game still still like he he was pre-blooding at that time. He was like yeah. trying to get his face probably right. he was probably getting <laughs> initiated right then. Like that's like those type of
2: just those
1: type of uh um, lineups that's like, yeah, I don't know if this is the best idea. I'm just, I'm not too sure. Um, but I, I I digress clearly. Um, but I definitely th- think it's those type of artists. Um, I went from, you know, talking about Devin the Dude, talking about Dougie Fresh, Human Beatbox, uh, those type of people or those type of artists were not necessarily influenced, but again, you could say they were influenced, but you could also say that Biz Marquis ushered in this this particular type of energy um, around how hip hop can be um, acknowledged and and, and almost like I don't, I don't want to say spread, but but multiplied. Like you know, I if 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 I take that to school and I and then I'm I'm beatboxing and then I'm bounding on the table and I'm on the elevator, like it's it's constantly spreading to like, yo, what what well, what are you doing or how you do that? So um, it was infectious in a good way.
2: I was about to say, yeah, in a good way. Yeah, that is all. I've
1: said a lot of words. Yeah
0: brother quite quite a few brethren, but you know what i mean it's, they're, they're always so wise even when they're wrong um but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but nah, no nothing 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 wrong uh said i think in in that um i and, and and honestly i don't i don't have too much to to add man i think it's just beatboxing is one of those things where i think Miley, you were you were kind of saying this or at least this is where my my brain went as you were talking is like one and one i'm not the greatest beatboxer in the world by any means but it's one of those things where especially again i try to put stuff in context and somebody my age who hip-hop isn't it it's still figuring out who it wants to be or like who we are i think in some ways and it's still kind of shifting and morphing, but it's not new, right? So beatboxing the time that I'm coming up, it's not like, yo, somebody just started making music with their mouth like in in 2003. This is crazy. Like, who would have thought? Like, this right. is, beatboxing is 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 around, right? Like everybody knows this, so it's easy to take it for granted. But when you just truly stop to appreciate it, it is. One of the things that you're like, yo, like somebody should not be able to recreate a sound like that solely from their mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you should like to to see a Dougie Fresh do what he does. And to be able to know exactly what sound he's trying to make what instrument he's mimicking to hear, to be able to hear a beat as if you are, it is something that has actually been recorded with instruments. And then (laughs) like playing in your headphone is like crazy to think about, right? When, and you don't even have, so you are creating, you are taking all of these separate things and literally creating them solely from one spot, right? Like just from your being. And so to think about that is for people to be able to do that and be so great at it that it captures their attention, that they want to hear it, that others want to show it off, that you are able to rap to it in the same way you would a um, a recorded beat is like that in and of itself is already makes it something that's super dope. But I, I think, you know, the, the other reason why it's so special is because it is just another one of those things. I think it's similar to, and y'all have already said it, right. But like, it is just another one of the ways in which the, the, the greatness and the, from, this is not a word, but the specialness of hip hop, right. Like is truly displayed because like we did that, you know what I'm saying? Like hip hop is the one that carries that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, the, you know, it, it's no different than the sampling, right? It's no different than the, you know, than the DJing and the scratching and front and finding the breakbeat and extending the breakbeat and like, like geniuses had to do that stuff, right? Like to to yeah. recognize what it could do and then take it to another level. And so, um. To have the most basic element of your voice, and then even in some ways, not the voice of creating words, but solely creating sounds, and being able to make that then a central part of a culture and something that is captivating is—I just think something that needs to be applauded um, and, and needs to be continue to be appreciated. Um, and I, and again, I think that you know, similar to how on here we uh, you know, I think that we talked about how for for the elements of hip hop that we oftentimes talk about in terms of the MCing, graffiti, breakdancing, DJing, right? Sampling is one of those that I think should be included in that list. And and now and it's having this conversation, right? And, and really thinking about it like beatbox, I don't think absolutely needs to be on that list. And Something that we we don't take for granted, but that we recognize um, for the 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 genius that it is of somebody to be able to do it, and then folks to be able to perfect it um, in the way that they have um, is, is something that's that's special. And, and I'm not trying to overhype it, but I just think that again, when you are able to really witness somebody who who can do it like well and great and in different spaces. Um, you know, and, and, and both you all have, have already talked about the different ways that you could do it, whether it be on a stage or whether it be in your classroom, just passing the time, right? Like when you hear it done well, I think, I think you can, you can get it and, and you stop to truly appreciate what was happening. Um, I don't think that it's, you know, it's, it's hyperbole kind of what we, what we talking about. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I won't, I won't, Won't add too much more there. I won't try to you know belabor the point. But I just I think that this this is one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this podcast is because it allows for us to be able to really reflect on some of these things that oftentimes we might not (laughs) right. Like I don't I haven't heard anybody else you know and maybe they have. I'm not saying nobody else in the world has ever done a, a a segment or episode on uh, on beatboxing, but, um, I don't think that it's that common by any means. And so we could always talk about the latest release of music. We could always talk about, you know, the latest happenings in hip hop, but to be able to really reflect upon, um, stuff like beatboxing and what really makes the culture special is, is why I think we do this podcast. So, um, it's so, yeah, so wild, I
2: mean, man. I'll, uh, <laughs> is, is while you were even doing your spiel, I'm over here on mute, just beatboxing. <laughs> and, you know, you know um, how people, especially with language, you can roll your R's, right? And then, so I'm just kind of just doing like what Dougie Fresh was doing on some of his uh, tracks where he would sound like he's like rolling his R's or whatever. And then I was, just, it was like, it sounded like a snare drum. I was like, who would think that your mouth can sound like a snare drum? Like a rolling snare, yep. just like dog it's just wild how it's so just it that's this is why we're doing this because it's like we as natural beatboxing can be when when you actually start to break it down it's pretty much amazing like it's just how how could this even be and then uh, how i said back then uh uh, in in the first uh, part of my spiel is that all the elements that we can actually produce are elements of hip-hop a bass, a kick, a 808, like you can like just seeing there's actually a chart on if you Google the art of beatboxing on Google, there's a chart of someone's face on a side view that shows all the different elements. And so like Dougie Frisch, you will see where he will put the microphone to his throat. And that's how you get the 808. So just all just the it's just
0: it's just really blowing my mind, man. It's just I just had to
2: say that, you know.
0: Oh, that's real, man. Um, I think that's, I, I mean, that's, again, that's what we do it for and to be able to reflect upon that and to recognize that. And, and again, like, to to who would have thought that, you know, when hip hop was first being, uh, you know, kind of taking form and taking shape, right, that it would lead to somebody, I don't even know what website that is. I haven't seen that image, but like, that at somewhere in whatever year was written, whether it be 2016 or 2020 or 2021, that beatboxing would become so prominent and, and people would be so amazed by it, right, that there's articles written to show people the various ways in which folks are going to u- have to utilize their you know, whatever aspects of their throat, mouth, lips, whatever, to be able to form these sounds, right? And, like, the science that that is now behind that and all that type of stuff, man, is, like, when you start to get down to those layers, right, it is, um, and, and you just shared it, like, this is through USC, right? Like, like imagine where, you know what I mean? Like, the, the spaces that hip-hop has gone solely based upon... Being able to to beatbox, right? So being able right. to rhyme words rhythmically, like we talked about, right? And to be able to scratch a record, right? Like th- that's what makes it special. So I don't know, man. I ain't got no much more more to say about it, but uh, but but just appreciate it. I don't know if you if you brothers got got anything else uh, on the topic that you wanted to wanted to share uh, at all before we. Before we close this this part out. I know this is I, I I feel like I actually don't know how long we've been talking. I feel like this might be a little bit shorter than usual, but so so don't don't wanna you know close this out too early, but also don't wanna just be you know talk talking in circles if there if there's not a need to. But did y'all brothers have anything else no, you know? uh, I
1: say I say uh I say we 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 dip before we disagree, you know what I mean? Uh I think <laughs> we 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 all agree. Um Uh, Biz uh, is a legend, Um, you know, as far as family, uh, I'm sure his presence will be missed, Um, his physical presence, uh, but as period, as far as this art form is concerned, um, he has stamped his legacy, uh, his respect, his his impact, um, and his contribution to the culture. Um, you know, I, 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 I say this often, um, uh, the, the, great 3D not T of New Orleans has a, um, clothing line and a motto that is already legendary, um, and that is Biz Marquee. Like, he, he's, he's already legendary, he don't, he don't need to do anything else. Uh, he didn't need to do anything else. He didn't need to make another album, he didn't need to DJ another, um, concert or club venue um, he, he's, he's he's stamped um, full-fledged legend um, and uh, glad to have seen and part part partook um, had the opportunity to partake in
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, Hey, partook special news. <laughs> <laughs> and we just, listen, it's, it's all hip hop. Yeah, we just just making here. stuff up. You yeah. know, uh,
1: I had the opportunity to partake in the practice um, when I, uh, in my youth. And uh, I, I I I did, again, I said, I, I did not respect or to like what you were just saying, Landon, like it didn't put into full, I didn't fully fathom what I was participating in and, and the stretch of like that. It's not the same, you know, like tennis, you need to be at a tennis court or you need to have a tennis racket. You need to have a tennis ball. There were so many aspects and elements of this culture that we were ingrained, uh, embedded in. And it did not require us to only thing we had to do was believe in it. Um, love it and 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 I have a and have a passion um, to to make it a part of us and that's all it, that's all it took. You didn't have to do nothing else. You didn't have to have any equipment. Equipment was a nice to have. And and honestly, the DJs were that's why the DJs were special because everybody wasn't going to be cool. herkin walking around driving around with speakers and. Crates of of, of albums that I'm not going to be Quest Love and just have over, you know, thousands of uh, albums that were um, sampling. you know, like, that's not going to be me. Everybody's not going to do that. So that was the whole purpose of uh, that's what made DJ special is that they were unique. Um, and even beatboxing, you know, everybody had different styles. Um, I can't remember the sister's name, um, her and her father.
0: Nicole uh, Paris, was, brother. I was already that w- that was gonna be my shout-out, brother. But go ahead, brother. You well I it. put
1: it in the chat, brother. But you know, I had, I had
0: already brother I teed it, that's I why I had her too. name, brother. I, Nicole I, Paris, I, brother. But go but I ahead, didn't see brother. it in the I didn't see it in He's the good. chat.
1: Listen, He's man, good, I didn't brother. know we man, but man, it took it didn't take long before we just start stealing shout-outs. But yeah, man, so <laughs> come uh, on,
0: brother. I told <laughs> you I've been ready <laughs> with good, this brother. I brother just know who had her name and who didn't brother say her name, brother.
1: I understand, but you didn't say you didn't send her link, brother. You know, pause, but you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I had the I had the whole, whole YouTube pawn like, part two battles. I didn't I didn't send you all the battles, you know what I mean? Like and even know you didn't even know what's her dad's name, brother.
0: I don't know, brother, but but I know Nicole Paris, brother. So exactly. Him, wow.
1: Brother. So, wow. It was a, yeah, it, was a it was a it was a father-daughter beatbox battle i need you to go research his name while i'm talking i'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of yeah, what yeah, it was but
0: I, I got you brother i got you not no no yeah, yeah. no you sooner than when yeah, you finish I, I will i got you figure that out but yeah
1: you're 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 welcome but uh yeah uh outside of
0: Ed Outside cage, brother. Ed cage, brother. Say, say his name, brother. You, brother. Come say on. His I'm, name, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is my shout-out. I want you to know that right now, brother. Put you, you yeah, brother, you're taking say, credit. Get
1: names Listen, together.
0: You're yeah, you're colonizing it. my shout-out, brother. I want you to know that.
1: Well, decolonize it <laughs> and get the names together, brother. <laughs> <laughs> just do do your part. Um, no, I I, I think uh, again, I, I think the idea uh, um of, of 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 just how I, I, I don't even want to use the word amazing. I, I just, just how it was, simple, like a part of that culture was simplified, but yet complicated. And it was in the hands of children. Though. That's what was, like Bismarck he wasn't a child, but I mean, I was beatboxing as a kid. I can't do that with the piano. I have to take it with me. I can't do that with a saxophone. I can play it, but I have to take it with me. This was, I was, I was, embodying the culture that's just crazy to um and and i and i thank him for um the sacrifice that he made um the risk that he took and the gift that he shared um and so yeah man i mean i mean that's that's my that's my that's my wrap up um for the most part uh we can we can I mean unless somebody else got like you said we don't have to talk in circles unless somebody got something else to say we can go straight to shout outs and people got people's names and stuff together uh, they, they went ahead and got their Google searches together
0: brother Dad Dad why don't you go ahead brother how about you you got any shout outs you want to colonize brother too while we at it nah, colonizing see, black men you know what I mean what you what, what you got see my mine
2: is a little bit more original but. Uh, it has been, like we said, a while before we...
1: we said, your, said your shout-out was an original
0: brother. He said you were an original brother. He said you stole it, brother. You were biting. Fired. He said a
2: little like, bit it original. Original. It? As it he comes like, to yeah, our nah, table. Man,
1: that's super easy. But honestly, we
2: would as a whole entire element, as a whole entire organization, as a whole entire podcast, Will be remiss if we didn't shout out Zaya avantgarde for winning the national spelling bee, um, man, and not just a spelling bee champ, but in getting into her story has so much more talent uh, among her and another uh, as we love to to uh, use the analogies of uh, NBA, she was a basketball basically just a basketball phenom, if you will, I could say she got some uh, Guinness world records for, for juggling and dribbling uh, multiple uh, basketballs. And, and honestly, like basically, cause you know, you, the and one days where, where someone will have like two basketballs and then they'll just start dribbling between their legs or spinning and kind of doing, she was like incorporating juggling and dribbling. With three basketballs and uh, basically bouncing, bouncing all three of the basketballs, you know, at a certain number under a certain amount of time and all stuff like that. So just, just the sheer talent, man, that, that we, that we discover nowadays. I just had to shout that out because I know that that started going around the socials um, at one point in time and we have not brought it up. So I will shout her out. Zalia avant guard. hopefully I'm saying it right, Um, but definitely being the uh, first African-American National Spelling Bee champ or first female African-American? No, first
1: African-American. First African-American,
2: right? I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Yep. Ever to win the National Spelling Bee. Yeah, the the script, see. let me get it right. The scripts national spelling bee, so you know it's one. It, it might be multiple national spelling bees out here, but uh, she definitely won the scripts national spelling it, bee. It
1: is, but yeah, no, that was that, yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy I'm glad you, you shouted her out with your original uh, um, shout out. <laughs>
2: um
1: but what was what was crazy is when I saw the movie Akilah and the Beat, like, I didn't even really trip, like, no, not, no one had ever won that was Black before. Like, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is a cool movie. Right. I, I was like, wait, this ain't never happened? <laughs> <I was>
2: like, <laughs> That's what I was thinking too, when I heard it. Because I was like, okay, no, it had like, to be one.
1: I, I was like, yeah, because, I mean, I felt like folks were giving her props, but I was like, nah, bro, like, she, she she just made history. Like y'all, like y'all, y'all like y'all clapping. But y'all need to be out your seats. Like get out your seats. Exactly. Seat. Um, so I, need I need that, to see
2: yeah. some backflips and confetti and noisemakers. Like <laughs> at,
1: at the at the at the same time. Um, I'm into that. But listen, um, I, I, <laughs> I, um, that's uh, gonna
0: be my other shout out now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah man like I I I think for for me um I I'm, I'm actually going to I'm, I'm going to do my shout out last I am I'm, I'm going to let uh, you, you, I need to let uh young young multiple degrees go brother like yeah yeah yeah
0: Come on, brother. You already bit one brother anyway we I was my 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 shout out but well, first, first off again want to acknowledge salute honor uh this Marquis uh, for for his contribution to, to hip hop in the world, um, and uh, and just appreciate him for that. Uh, Nicole Paris and Ed Cage. I was I was just leaving that as a shout out because if you have not seen uh, go to Nicole Paris has a, a YouTube page where she um, has put up several of the um, different um, beatbox battles that her and her dad do, and and it, what's special about it is in addition to being amazing beatboxers like they are ill um, is that it's a it's a special way that they have been able to kind of like maintain I think a you know father father daughter relationship and so although I seriously doubt that I would be doing well that I would be doing beatboxing to the level that they are with my daughter uh, I think it's just also special Um, to think about what will be something that I can share with my daughter like that, whatever it whatever it may be. So, uh, so Mylon bit bit my style and and stole that. Um, We the the one thing that we, um, you know, we talked about all the great things in hip hop biting is not one of them. Mylon has broken the, the 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 sacred rule, but. You know, we'll leave that for the It is a
1: part of hip hop, brother. It is a part.
0: Yeah, it's the, it's the it's the it's the it's the dark part, brother. It's, it's the part that the light don't touch, brother. That's the, don't, we know.
1: It's the part that, that that Simba can't go to. Bro. Yes, brother, exactly, brother. <laughs> it's
0: still part of the kingdom, but we we don't go over there. You know what I mean? Um, but nah, and then, and then we we were we were laughing when when Mila said, "I'm into that." Uh, just I'm I, I don't know. I may have shouted it out before on here, I may not have, but uh Kevin on stage, um, you know, he he is a comedian um and has been kind of on the come up for some time now. But uh I really respect that he he went, um, built his own sound stage, has his own app now, and has a crew of other really dope comedians. Um, and they have a lot of great content that they produce. Um you can find it all on their app. I think it's like five dollars a month, or like something like I don't know, 60 dollars a year, whatever the the bargain ends up being. So you don't have to pay as much, um, but certainly worth it. Black-owned business—they stepping outside of Hollywood and doing their own thing. Um, and uh, and Tony Baker is is one of the—he uh, he may be the funniest one out of the crew to me, uh, but in one of the. Uh, one of the shows that they do, he had this just hilarious bit he was doing, and every time he just in with, I'm into that. So that's what that's what me and Milo were laughing at. But I, I want to shout out Kev on stage and, and their whole crew, cause um, to see what they're doing and how they're moving and and uh, to to really be self contained. Um, I don't think that we could ever have too many examples of that. Um, and for the space that they're in and that they occupy, especially with all these giants that are going into streaming and you know original content and all that, to have somebody, especially like Kevin, stage, um, you know, who is a, a comedian of faith, but is able to kind of be in the um, in the space of uh, other comedians. Um, who who aren't necessarily or, you know, aren't quote-unquote clean or whatever, you know, however folks want to say it, um, it's great to kind of see how he's been able to to navigate and do his own thing and build his empire up. So, I'll shout out Kev on stage, Kev on stage app, yeah, all of that. Man, I, I love to see him come
2: up, just FYI, man.
0: Yeah, it's dope, man. So, go, go check it out, $5.00 A month, or you know, again, whatever the bargain is. I can't do math. I only write, but you know, go, 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 check that out, um, and get some laughs while you're at it.
1: Get some laughs while you're at it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, bonus. Um, My shout out is uh, to the legendary. I, I, I think it was, it was. I heard a conversation that was, they were talking about who's the, the queen of uh, hip hop at this time. And they were like, somebody said Cardi and then right below her, I would say Rhapsody. And then Charlemagne was like, wait, what? You know, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, then, and so then the conversation became Cardi and Megan and then Rhapsody got, left out the conversation, um, which I don't want to get into whether that's factual or actual. The point of me mentioning Rhapsody is Rhapsody is, in my opinion, is you know the top three. Well, she's the top lyricist, um, female lyricist, in my opinion. Um, behind, I think Three D Nine T is like it's like, <laughs> even though 3D, shout out to Three D T who is I know it's getting, a her, shame. getting her getting her do it yourself on. She just built her own. Own studio. She built her own, She she's a podcast studio for folks to, to to record. Um. She was you know repairing stuff in her house. She's, she's flipping. She's 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 a multi-talented um, entrepreneur. Um. And she's getting to the bag. Um. And if you ever disrespect her, she would put down a hammer and pick up a microphone and destroy you lyrically. Um. She she's she's a, she's a monster. Um, but Rhapsody and Big Tigger are having their own show, which previews tomorrow. It's called Off Top. It will be on Revolt, which is P. Diddy's um, television station. Um, it premieres at nine p.m. Eastern to be uh, to be exact, and it's called Off Top. Um, Big Tigger, formerly of uh, Rhapsody, uh, will they'll be hosting the show together? So. Um, I just wanted to shout them out. Shout out um Rhapsody for expanding her brand. Um Revolt P. Diddy for recognizing uh that she deserves to be on on the spotlight. Uh, she's actually, you know, it's a lot of these, it's a lot of these rappers. Like she she actually, she's funny. She actually's got a she's like she's a jokester. She likes to be uh she she, she, she she's a, I feel like she could she could actually hang with with, with me cuz you know like we that's all we do um in this she could basically rhapsody is what I'm saying is there's space for you at the round table um but uh I mean it's not it's not a mandate I mean but clearly you got
0: but it is but it, but yeah yeah, but yeah, it, yeah it, I mean
1: if you just pull up is, you know yeah it is but it is uh but you know definitely safe space for you know all jokes uh we, we you know we're, we're, we're here for it but yeah no I, i'm i'm really excited i i actually gotta continue to figure out if i have revolt. um i don't i don't i'm really i never really know i'm never really fully confirmed so i'm gonna figure out what Channel revolt is we like oh brother I, I don't have it or no see it's right there like yeah because I, I i remember seeing early on, um, but I think he was doing uh, like preview stuff. So I, I can't remember if like I actually have it or if it's like no, oh, that was just a preview. But again, off top, Big Tigger, Rhapsody to previews tomorrow, Friday, um, July twenty third. Um, if you're listening to this before Friday, well, you won't be listening to this before Friday 23rd, but it, it's out now, basically. Whenever you listen, it's already they've, they've had a it's, couple it,
2: episodes.
0: Yep. Yep. It's it, it's a thing.
1: <laughs> That's it. It's A thing, go 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 watch it. Um,
0: brother, that's how you give a good shout out and don't bite, brother, because I don't even know about And I follow Rhapsody, I know. But I but and I and I actually uh, had no idea about this. I'm I'm, I'm ashamed, but, but brother, that's <laughs> dude from now on. That's how you shout out, brother. I want you to know yeah. that's how you shout out, that's how you exactly, the <laughs> bad boy, Come on, yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, no, uh, yeah,
1: so, um, definitely. Um, check it out, and um, and it actually might, you know, if if I have revote, it might actually be a podcast topic um, at, at some point. Uh, we could talk about what I saw. Um, I like yeah, do, I, like
2: I, I, I will it say it. I will say commenting on your shout out. We had episodes, or if not one episode, where we talked about all the media elements of hip hop and how it was when we had Rap City, the basement, when we had the music in the box and all that. So the fact that if this stuff starts to come to fruition, you heard it here first, you definitely uh, did for real. Yeah.
1: And I, I don't know. My hope is that it does kind of pick up from, from where the, where the, it's it's rough, you know. I, I mean, I know we, we're yep. getting out of here, but it's but it's it's rough because it's a different. It's just a different space, man. Like even when I'm watching like Funk Flex, uh, with the, with the freestyles, uh, I'm I'm I'm. It's not it's not like Sway. So Sway, don't let everybody freestyle. Like he'll interview everybody. You know, anybody. Can come through, but this is the land of the hyenas, you know. <laughs> like, it's like it's not for everybody. Um, I feel like Footplate's like, like I, I feel like you know, and honestly, in a, like the a kind of corny way where he like rocks, he doesn't do the yeah, bro. No, this ain't this ain't real hip hop. Like he like rock with everybody, so everybody being there. And I'm like, why did this do freestyle? Why do you just pull up and like do a cool little interview? you know, tell us about your album and then bounce. Like, why are you rapping, bro? Like, you can't rap. Like, it's fine. Like I, you know, everybody ain't rap. I get it. But anyway, I, I I say that to say that I don't know. I don't know if I want the show to be like rap, rap city, because you had, it was a certain pedigree to come through there. And I feel like in this day and age, like everybody got to come through and it'd be like, what are we doing? Like, why is, you, you can't do it with without like what Slim Thug has to be there. Not Slim Thug, a uh, Young Thug. Slim Thug can be there, but Young Thug has to be there. <laughs> and they'd be like, wait, what? Why is this dude here? Like, yeah, I mean, he, we got to. Oh, I was wondering why this Slim Thug
0: caught up. And it wasn't even a stray. I, I was like, I was like You're you I'm no. <laughs> no, like why? Like no. No, I don't even no. have an autocorrect no, stray.
1: No, actually, no, the reason why the honest the reason why is my my wife actually put me on this podcast that was talking about DJ Screw and of course his texas rappers and slim thug like popped into, into the space but um shout out to the, to the misses for uh i forgot the mock is a Mogul uh podcast on uh they was giving dj screw his,
0: his Mogul's his, a good uh, series it was,
1: yeah, it's, it's, yeah it was giving him giving dj screw his roses um it's a trip uh, one of the things they said just briefly it was like dj screw never like He, his story, he's like Hook Mitchell. Well, Hook Mitchell has a movie, a documentary, and he's in the documentary. So he's actually telling his story. But in the same, in a similar sense, almost that DJ Screw did not, he does he is not, he never got a chance to tell his own story. So everything we know about him is mythical. It's like, yeah, I remember DJ Screw sold, you know, 300 records out you know, uh, tapes out of the trunk of his car. Like we like we don't right. we don't have anybody. He's he's not telling it because he, he 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 died so young. He never he never told it. So everything we know and hear about him is from other people. It's like almost mythical.
0: It's all secondhand. So it's, yeah,
1: it's all secondhand. Yeah. Not that it's not true, but yeah. I mean, like I've literally I've I've literally heard Using Hook Mitchell as an example, I've heard people say, like, yeah, man, Hook jumped over a car with a 10-speed on top. Listen, I I have seen Hook Mitchell jump in real life. He does, I'm not even going to say he did, I'm going to say he does have ops. I don't care how old Hook is, he could probably still, he probably could still get up there. I don't know if I'm quite ready <laughs> to say to confirm. I'll, I'll say it like this: I'm not quite ready to confirm or deny that he jumped over a car. I know he jumped over a car. I've seen the man do it. I seen a man jump over a car while just you just walking down the street, like just like jump over a car. I mean, yes, that is real. But with a ten speed on top, <laughs> that that's that that's. Was this 10 speed laying down or was it upright? If it's laying down, yeah, he did. He definitely did. But yeah, it's not a question. If the the 10 speed was on the side, he did it. But if the 10 speed was like on the kickstand, I'm not ready to confirm or deny. So I say all that to say that that is DJ Screw's legacy as it stands. And And what's scary about that? When I think about those things is as those people go, so goes his legacy. You know what I mean? Like if it's 20, let's just say it's 200 people who are like telling DJ Screw stories. There's no guarantee that those 200 people have adequately or fully impacted another 200 people. That will tell the same story with facts, without adding a ten speed on top of it. After they are gone, you know what I mean? Like it's that's just that that's that's crazy that that is how legacies work. Like you have to have told your story, you have to have a book, you have to have a bio, you gotta got a documentary, you gotta have something, you gotta document it because otherwise. It's a, it's a wrap. Like I mean, Landon, do, do, um when you drive to work, do you do you still? Pa- I don't know if you pass by Yeah, because I actually no, this is past 82nd. But there's a there was I I don't even know if it's there anymore. But there used to be a liquor store that used to have um, RIP Plan B on the side. Um,
0: yeah, I think I think I know which one you're talking about, and I.
1: It's past. No, if it's, it's still it's past
0: there, because I think eight, it's,
1: eight. it's over there in the hunters, ain't it? Like, yeah, it's 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 closer. Yeah, because yeah, when my mom used to stay off one hundred and fifth, I
0: used to have to pass it. It's like um, right. So it's, over
1: there. it's right over that way. So, I mean, a, I, haven't I don't know. There. There.
0: I'm not over there every I, day, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. know. A, I
1: don't know if it's still there, and then B, it could be. And somebody like, who is Plan B? <laughs> like, if, like, like, like Jay. If Jay was like, like, who is Plan B? And it's like, brother, he's a he's a he's a, he's a oakland legend rapper like i don't know plan b you know what i'm saying like it's i don't have anything you got to have the thing the something to that that it that can kind of i don't want to say stand the test of time but at least travel with it as as time moves forward your 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 legacy got to be able to land to it too that's almost a conversation like a i don't know what to do with it in the pocket in a in a in a in a Podcast conversation, but I mean, I think it it does speak to how legacies work. That is all. We we're done. We we you know we 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 had some we had some authentic. Uh,
0: you just started, yeah. You just you just started a new podcast topic, you brother. yeah sir. Yeah,
1: I'm just saying. Catch I
0: mean, us on the extended.
2: Version.
1: <laughs> uh no man like I, I i appreciate uh being able to check in with y'all brothers it's 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 an it's an honor and a uh and a pleasure man always
0: brother. it's always a treat brother when yeah. players meet bro always
1: yeah i already knew that we know yeah. uh...
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, with that, with that said, for for those who are listening, as always, you know, please, uh, you know, the, the the typical rate, comment, subscribe, but especially um, the comments. Just let us know what you think um, about this. What what Biz Marquis' impact was on uh, on hip hop or on 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 you? Um, what beatboxing? Uh, how how you tend to view that? How special it you you view it? Um, you know if, if you are the the greatest beatboxer in your family, uh, neighborhood, community, uh, state, region, um, or or if you feel like you're the best in the world and want to put that to the test somehow, you know leave leave all that in the comments. Um, and, uh, and, and as always, you know, we, we just look forward to, uh, to the conversations that can come from, uh, the conversation we have on here. So, um, tell a friend to tell a friend to listen, um, and, and y'all have some, have some dialogue based off this, uh, with that said, I think we are going to push our chairs back from the round table and holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.